Welcome back, people, ladies and gentlemen, to the le- uh, whatever you want, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but yeah, it is, ladies and gentlemen. I hope y'all had a great MLK Day. I mean, I know I did. Um, and I um, shout out to MLK. He's the goat of of whatever, whatever you want to call. I mean, Black History of life of just that man did so much for us. I mean, just to to for here for us being here and us having the right to just do what we want to do, be what we want to be. It was for, it just, and he was just a great man, a very great man. And I, I thank him for that. But um, let's get right into what we want to talk about today. And that is sports. That's football. That's basketball. That is what we are here for. What are, I'm here for actually. And um, let, let's get right into it. So um, we got the NFL. We got football, man. We got the, it was a great wild card weekend. I love it. I mean, not wild card, but divisional week. Well, is it was a wild card? Yeah, it was a wild card. Well, no, it wasn't divisional weekend. The Rams played the Packers, and the Browns played the Chiefs. Then we had the Saints and the uh, Buccaneers. I almost forgot offensive the Patriots because Tom Brady's on there. But the Buccaneers played the Saints, and then we also had the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens. So let's get to the scores. Let's 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 go to the scores. Actually, matter of fact, and also we okay. So we got the Rams beating or well, not Rams. The Rams losing against the Packers, thirty-two to eighteen. Aaron Rodgers, I mean not Aaron Rodgers, but Jared Goff had with 24, 21 of twenty-seven, one seventy-four, and one TD. Acres, Cam Acres, eighteen carries, nine yards. 90 yards, five carries, pure rush, and one t- uh, one TD. So for me, um, I feel like this game kind of showed the reason why I feel like the Packers are the favorite in the NFC right now. And um, I just I don't know why I just felt like this game. And I told y'all people, I told you guys that I would you wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if if uh what's his name Aaron Donald wasn't noticed in this game because I felt like he was injured. He, you could obviously tell he's. I mean, the coach was trying to like hype him up and say, "Okay, yeah, the Terminator is gonna play today and whatever." But I felt in my heart of hearts that I knew he was not gonna play that well. I mean, and I, like I said, I, the only time they really talked about Aaron Donald was his injury. It was just talking about his injury and him being in the game, and every time he came in the game or every time he left out the game. So I knew this was going to happen. I knew what this was. So. For me, that's why I said that, and I, I I wasn't saying that out of the simple fact that I knew that I thought okay the Packers going to play good defense because I feel like he was hampered a little bit. So the ability of the Rams playing defense kind of flopped a little bit because I that and this game shows why Aaron Donald is a defensive player of the year. That game showed it. If that wasn't a clear sign that he's a defensive player of the year, I don't know what because literally their entire defense depended on Aaron Donald. And it did, and since Aaron Donald couldn't be his sole Aaron Donald self, that defense didn't play that well. The secondary didn't play that well. I mean, Jalen Ramsey didn't even play like Jalen Ramsey plays. I mean, like uh, we saw him shut down corners and 
like Odell Beckham and all these guys and whatever, mate, and DK Metcalf, DeAndre Hopkins, all these guys. And then when he got to the Green Bay Packers and divided Adams, it seemed like he forgot his uh, what he needed to do. So for me, it just it felt like it just really felt like okay, the, it showed a lot for me. And then the two, the Packers showed a lot about their runner game. Now I don't know what's the uh, the health wise the health. Update on um AJ Green, not AJ Green, I said AJ Green, eight <laughs> uh, uh Dylan. I don't know the update on uh Dylan, but um he's probably he should probably should be all right. It's probably like an ankle or something like that or whatever. Hopefully it's like something minor like that. But um I don't know where he would have the uh, uh, health update on Dylan, but man they were running with Dylan. Jones and Williams in that game, and that really showed me something. That really showed me that they're different from last year, and they're going to be a tough out against the Buccaneers. And speaking of the Buccaneers, so because we already caught it, if you didn't watch the game, well, I just spoiled it. It's the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers won against the Saints. I don't know if you didn't. You probably did watch. Most people watch. Probably watched it. Um, yeah. So the Buccaneers. What's the score? The Buccaneers beat the Saints. Twenty. I mean, uh, the Saints won. Lost actually. 30 to 20 against the Buccaneers. Drew Brees pretty much didn't really have, neither really, neither quarterback really didn't have a spectacular game, but Drew Brees really didn't have a spectacular game. And this game showed that Father Time just bit him in the butt and it's, it's finally caught up to him. I mean, Tom Brady's going to get his day. I, he's probably going to retire in the next two years, probably, most likely. He, I think at this point, I was just talking about my, talking to one of my friends and one of my family members and I was like, I was talking like, man, like, I really just feel like Tom Brady, at this point, he don't really have nothing to do at home. That's why he's, that's why he's playing football. Because I really, I really feel like he's at home. He's going to be, and there's no offense to the dads that are at, that are at home or the dads that, that are, um, that don't work or whatever or just retire and they just, they're just like at home all the time with the kids. There's no offense to them, but it's just, for me, I feel like it's just feel like Tom Brady is like that. Like, I don't want to go home. And spend time with the kids like that. No offense to like people that spend time with the kids and I'm like, I'm not saying he don't want to spend time with the kids, but I'm just saying like he's like when you play football for almost twenty plus years, well, almost it is twenty plus years of your life, and this is your life, and you play this for a while. I mean, you kind of get used to it, so you kind of get used to like, okay, my wife is gonna take care of the kids, or my wife gonna be with the kids, or my grandma gonna be with the kids, and then when you find this, okay, you gonna settle down. It's like man, it's like. It's it's an addiction, like sports, and that's what it is with sports or being a fan of sports. It's an addiction, man. You you can't get rid of it. It's something that like, that's just gonna be stuck in you. And I don't know what uh, Tom Brady's gonna do. Actually, I really feel like he'll be a great coach someday in the NFL if he retires or whatever. But I just feel like for me, that's what I think the, the little funny thing I kind of got off of, like Tom Brady not retiring. It's kind of like I feel like he's not. He don't want to retire. He's like, man, I don't want to go home. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go home and I'm gonna be bored. Like it, I feel like this is his life. Like when you play football or you play a sport for so long, you gotta get used to playing that sport. So then when you like, it's, it's like I said, it's like a drug. When you you, it's like to give it that way, cold turkey. Like it's not like when you eat it in a way or say if you got an injury, so you have to have an excuse to retire or whatever. When you just gotta, when you just gotta retire just because you know that your game is up or you know that your your body is just telling you, like, bruh, you done. That's what happened, I think, with Drew Brees. Your bo- his body is just telling him, like, bruh, you can't do it no more. Because you can even tell when the way he throws passes has been off or he's, he have, he couldn't throw a deep ball all the season. 
So for me, it just felt like his body was telling him, like, bro, you you gone, bro. You you don't you you're not the same. And I think he was kind of ignoring it a little bit last year. And I think this year kind of just it was a pinnacle of it came to its peak to this year. I think Tom Brady eventually is. I think Tom Brady is probably going to come out. He's going to retire on his own will. It's not going to be because of Father Time. Because I think I really feel like Tom Brady, the way his health is, the way he plays, and the way he doesn't get hit, I feel like he can play to probably he's 50, but he's probably going to retire when he's like 45, just on his own will, just because he get bored. That's I think that's what's going to make him retire. He's going to get bored. Like, okay, I'm... Because at this point, I really feel like, for me, and I'm not even being like a hater of Tom Brady or anything like that, because people think I'm a hater of Tom Brady. I'm actually not even a hater of Tom Brady. I respect Tom Brady. I just hate Tom Brady fans, because Tom Brady fans are so cocky. And the reason why I hate the, the fans, I don't want to get too much into talking about their fan, talking about fans, because we talk about sports today, but it's a sports podcast, so we can talk about fans all we want to today. But, um, yeah, I just feel like Tom Brady fans are just irritating sometimes. They just... They just irritate you sometimes because they, they get, get so arrogant, and most of them are not really true Tom Brady fans. Most of them are just fans because he got more, the most rings. I mean, most of them are fans of the Patriots, and they low-key fans of the Patriots, and then once Tom Brady left, they went to go put, be a Buccaneers fan. That's why I always, before anything else, I always set check, like, the teams that, like, the teams that all make turn good because they get a free agent, free agent like Tom Brady. I always just check their fans. Okay, make sure you a true Buccaneers fan because if you ain't no true, because I'm a true Packers fan. I you people know this about me. I'm a true Packers fan, ride or die. I've been I've been a Packers fan when they were six and ten, and I was I was a Packers fan when they were ten and six. So people know me. People know why I'm a fan. We know I'm a, I've been a fan. I ain't no, and it's no it's no offense to people that are automatic. I mean, if you are just a fan of that person. I can, I can, I can see it. Or if you just, I already say, okay, I'm just a fan of Tom Brady, or I'm just a fan of LeBron, or I'm just a fan of this person. I get it because I'm like, all right, well, you just a fan of that person. But for me, it's like when you, when you say, okay, well, I'm, I'm a, I'm, when you just automatically just a fan out of that person, or a fan of the team, it just make me feel like, okay, well, like let me check your loyalty. Let me see if you just a. <laughs> You just a fan of that team because that that person or whatever, and that is no offense to the people that are fans or that are uh, so called um, bandwagons. I feel like it's no it's nothing to that, but just tell that say that you are a bandwagon. Don't just act like oh I'm just a true Buccaneers fan, and then when the Buccaneers suck again, you not there no more. So it's like you're not a true fan. So for me, that's why I, that's all I gotta say about fans and Tom Brady fans. That I don't want to go all the way into because I actually can talk about Cowboys fans because that. That kind of infuriated to me. Like I see, think about the most two, the two team, two fans I hate the most are Tom Brady fans and Cowboys fans. But we could talk about Cowboys fans a little bit later because I got a lot of other stuff to talk about other than Cowboys fans. I mean, we could talk, and we gonna talk about the Cowboys a little bit later. We're gonna talk about the Cowboys and the Texans a little bit later in the podcast. But right now, we're gonna talk about the Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. The Bills and the Ravens. The Bills win. 17 to 3 um with uh Lamar Jackson was 14 to 24 162 with zero touchdowns one interception and he got got hurt and um I don't know guy's name <laughs> but his last name is Huntley he was 6 to 13 6 60 yards zero touchdowns zero interceptions Edwards Edwards had 10 carries for 42 42 yards 4.2 
yards per average. I'm just going to tell you that. The top receiver was Marquise Hollywood Brown, four receptions, eight, four receptions for uh, 87 yards, 21.8 yards per carry, no TD. So that just tells you a lot about the game. Didn't really, really go off really like that until late. And then also for the Bills, um, Josh Allen was 23 of 37 for 206 and one touchdown, no interception. Singletary, the highest um, yards of car- per carry. I mean, he was seven, had seven carries, 25 yards, 3.6 yards per carry. I mean, didn't nobody really blow out. I mean, didn't nobody really rush a lot, have a lot of rushing yards in this game for neither team. Um, and then the top receiver was Stefan Diggs. Eight receptions for 106 yards, 13.2 yards per carry with one TD. Um, so basically, like I said before, it's Lamar Jackson. I I talked about Lamar Jackson his game and how and I I, I talked about. It. I don't know if I said that his game reminded me of Giannis a little bit, but it does. And I'm I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan, so it hurts me to say that he could, he could, he reminds me of Giannis. It hurts me so much, but it's true. I mean, he's, his game is one-dimensional once he gets in the playoffs. It is. Because it's, it's awesome when it's, oh, when you're playing the Bengals or the Jags or you're playing a bad team or a bad defense. It's great. But when you get in the playoffs and people hone into that and they know your game, it's like, okay, we're not going to let you run the ball, pass the ball. And then he, then he doesn't do it. I mean, he's not that great of a – and he's been, and they didn't did it two years in a row with Namari Jackson. And I feel like until he develops somewhat of a consistent – Pass the game. It's gonna be great. He's gonna probably be in top ranks if MVP or third in the MVP race. Every or top three in the MVP race every year. He's gonna be one of the best. They gonna they're gonna be one of the best teams in the NFL every year just because of their defense. But on top of that, their offense is great. But it's like most of the guys. It's like this. They build a team around Lamar Jackson and his abilities. But I feel like for me, in order to Lamar Jackson. For in order for him to win a championship, he's gonna have to develop that passing game, and his passing game is not even that bad. The crazy thing is, because people think it's really bad, and now people, when I say that, people think it's uh, it's just awful. Like he cannot pass or nothing; he just run the ball. His actual crazy thing is, it's not that bad. I just think he just needs to practice on a little bit more. And I know Lamar Jackson, being the great player he is, he's going to. So for me, it's not even like he's not a bad thought. It's not even like. He can't throw for nothing. It's and he actually can. I just think he needs to be more consistent at it, and just be more consistent at just throwing the ball and knowing the, the reading the uh the ball right. Not the ball right. That makes no sense. Reading the <laughs> reading the defense right. Yeah, that's the right that's the right 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 thing I was gonna say. But I'm just messing up all today. Whatever. But um, yeah, y'all. But um, so for me, I just feel like yeah, like I said before, Lamar Jackson is just. He's a great player, and no, it's not as a black and white thing because people think. And I, I'm, by the way, I am black. <laughs> if you didn't hear about the voice, but I am. But um, he probably wasn't. You probably thought I was. No, you didn't. But I'm um, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So for me, it's not because people think automatically it's like I'm just dumb. I'm putting a brother down, or I'm putting somebody down. I'm just hating on them. No, I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying, speaking facts. I'm thinking facts to facts, man. It's it's true. Like he's not a great player when in the playoffs. He plays really good in the regular season because he's playing garbage teams. He's playing armchair quarterbacks. He's playing pe- teams that can't defend him, 
And then when they get in the playoffs and they face teams like the Buffalo Bills and the Chiefs and these great defenses, then you do you go stale? I mean, and, and it's true. I mean, and, and it's like it's, it's a true statement, and it's been shown two years in a row. So for me, I mean, that's that's what I feel about the Baltimore Ravens and Ravens. I mean, I, and like I said, the Ravens defense is really good, and I think they they just need to build. Like I said again, they just need to build around that team. They got a great team around them. A great receiving core around them with Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown. I mean, they got uh, Willie Snead, the uh, fifth. They got a great receiving core around Lamar Jackson. So it's crazy thing is they have a great receiving core. Don't why won't you use it? Like why won't you use that great receiving core? I mean, it, uh, that's just me, but that's whatever. But um, let's get on to the next uh, game. Of course, like I said, I thought. I think I talked about the Buccaneers and the Saints already. I don't really want to talk about that because that was a really bad game. And then we got the Browns and the Chiefs. Now, the Browns and the Chiefs, that game, I, that was one of the games I told you that I felt like the Browns could win, and they nearly could have won. because the, <laughs> And people didn't know. I didn't think, I didn't re- predict that, the, uh, not Lamar Jackson, <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes was going to get injured. I didn't predict that. I, I didn't, and I don't want to wish that against my worst enemy, Cause that's just that's not a good injury. Uh, that in the way it looked, it looked like a neck injury. But I heard in report it was a a, a a a a nerve stinger or whatever. I don't know what that is, but uh, I think he's or it's not a nerve stinger, but it's a um pinch nerve or something like that in his neck, which is not a great thing. But it's it's something good. It's better than what the alternative is, and that's a concussion. I mean, he's still in concussion protocol because he did get hit. And man, that was man, that was and. I, I blame that play on really Andy Reid because he put him in harm's way in that play, man. It just it didn't look like it was it's supposed to go that way, but and man, it's it's whatever. But man, I really thought after he got injured, I'm like, okay, the Browns got this. They finna win this game. They finna take over. And a, a shout out to the the Chiefs defense because they set they handled their business when Patrick Mahomes went out. That's when they kind of kind of got in their mold and. I, by the way, the Chiefs' defense is really not that great like that, and that can be had. And I feel like if Lamar Jackson is not there, they're going to lose that game. If Lamar Jackson is not there, they're losing. They're they're losing that game. With the Buffalo Bills and how they play, they're they're losing that game. And the defense, because the, the thing about what uh, – the reason why the Chiefs won that game, it was just by the, by the luck of just the, the football gods because literally it just looked like it was going to go – South once Pat Mahomes went out, and then it just kind of went in their favor, and then, and then it just and Chad Henney, man, that was a thirty-five year old veteran man. That was that was that was one of the things for the ages that is gonna go in for the test of time, man. Uh, but yeah, that's that's for me. I just felt like yeah, like when I watched the game, I was watching the entire playoffs or whatever. But when I watched that game, man, it just seemed like. Patrick Mahomes was doing his thing, but it seemed like the Browns kind of figured him out a little bit. Like they wasn't scoring, like it really they wasn't scoring like they uh, we thought, like the Chiefs were like explosive. You might say, "Well, it's the playoffs. It's, of course, it's gonna be like that." But still, people were. I feel like sometimes the Chiefs are overrated in a sense because, and I really feel like, and this might be just my opinion. And of course, this is a controversial podcast, so everything is gonna be a little controversial today. I mean, or every day. But I just feel like the the Chiefs are so overrated, and I and y'all can go on my Twitter and go on Marquis ninety five Sports on my Twitter, or you can go to Mark uh, my Facebook page and Marquis 
I'm not Marquis Nash, but uh, you can go to the whatever you want to call it podcast on my Facebook page, or you can go to Marquis ninety five Sports on my on my uh, Instagram and DM me about that. But I feel like man, the the, the Chiefs are overrated, bro. They really are. They're not really great like they they the people think. That. I mean, you got you got uh what's his name Tariq Hill and Kelsey. You got Pat Mahomes. I mean, they're great and not even doubting them, but they're so overrated. Their defense is really overrated. Their offense is so great. It's like they're they, they're like the Golden State Warriors when they were dominant. People are so worried about Pat Mahomes to where they saw sometimes that quarterback, whoever is quarterback for whoever team, they kind of overdo it sometimes. They try to do too much, and they see, oh, Pat Mahomes could do that, so I think I could do that. No, what Pat Mahomes does that's just universal. That's something that you only he can do. It's only a certain type of pe- certain people that can do the same thing. Not even the same thing. Probably yeah. Probably the same thing or a little bit better or a- as much as uh, Pat Mahomes does. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. That's probably the only two. And probably I'll say Deshaun Watson. I'll put Deshaun Deshaun Watson in that that category too. It's only a certain people that can do that. Like I said, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. And Aaron Rodgers. That's only probably two, three people that I think that can compare. That's a, a, be a good comparison to how Patrick Holmes plays and how he makes nothing out of something like how draw the dirt type of plays. That's 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 them. For me, I that's why I just I don't know why I'm. And it might be just like I'm just I'm kind of over it. Over it, the Chiefs hype and getting hyped up so much. It might be that I might be a low key hater. You never know. But uh, <laughs> it's whatever. But uh. Uh yeah, for me, I just feel like they are so overrated, and it's just anybody say how, why? Their defense, their defense is not that great. Their offense is only greatest at Pat Mahomes is. That Kelsey is great, but I, you got it. Just can you say is Kelsey was Kelsey getting them numbers before Pat Mahomes came, or was he getting them? I mean, he probably was. He probably was getting them numbers. He probably I think he was getting them numbers. When Kelsey was there, and was Tariq this good? And Tariq was only, and I feel like I'll say this: Tariq is overrated too. Too, I'm just saying that people think, oh, he's the best receiver, and not he's just a fast guy that can't nobody beat. I mean, he might say that sounds so like a, so much of a hater. Yeah, it might be, it might be, but I just, I don't, I'm just saying, Tariq is not a good receiver. He's not. I ain't gonna say he's not a good receiver. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm just saying he's not one of the elite receivers. I'm not. I'm just gonna say that. He's not. Like, when I look at top receivers, I'm looking at Devontae, Julio, D-Hop, Larry Fitzgerald even, and he's a legend. I'm I'm talking about guys like that. Then I'm like, okay, man, when I come – I mean, he might say, well, Tariq has been, had big games where he didn't win off. Yeah, he is. But I'm feeling – for me, because I look at all, all levels. I look at route running. I look at overall difficulty. I look at overall, like, how, how you – like, the overall game. Tariq really only has one really move. I'm faster than you, which is a great move because it is. It's a great move because most people are not as fast as Tariq Hill. But once you once you got guys that can cover that, which I mean, it's not been covered yet because this, like I said before, they're like Golden State. People are so afraid of uh, of Pat Mahomes doing so good to where everybody else gets their shot or everybody else makes 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 their money from because everybody else oh. We don't want to get Patrick Mahomes out of the pocket. And then when he doesn't go out of the pocket, 
he throws a Tariq Hill a wide open pass or something like that because people are so afraid or whatever. And they have a lot of weapons. They their team is built perfect. Andy Reid is a a, ma- a mastermind of his whole offense. He's a go one of the goat coaches. I feel like for me, but um yeah, I just felt like for me it's just they're overrated. That's all I'm gonna say about the Chiefs though. But they're I feel like they're overrated. We'll talk about their overratedness um a little bit later. Not probably in the podcast, but a little bit later in the these uh, uh podcast episodes. But um yeah, uh what's the go? Uh we've got we got the oh we are talking about the Saints. Yeah, we are and then a uh, shout out to Drew Brees though. I mean, man, that man play he's one of the best uh quarterbacks of all time. He is the one he is the probably, I ain't gonna say he's the best, but he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Man, I yeah, I feel like for like do y'all really think it's gonna be his last year? I'm just saying y'all can tweet me, go on my my Twitter on the Marquise ninety five sports or my Facebook at whatever you want to call a podcast, my Facebook page, or you can go to my Instagram at Marquise ninety five sports on and you could DM me about that question. Do y'all really think he's gonna retire? I feel like he is because it just for me it's like one of the things. What are you playing for at this point? And you could tell his body is telling him, "Bruh, you done, bruh, you done." Like unless he does something like he does like something like he reinvents himself and he loses some weight or. But he doesn't. He's not out of shape or nothing like that. But like, say if he reinvents himself somehow and says, "Okay, I'm gonna go lose some weight. I'm gonna go work on my game." Unless he does something like that. I'm sorry, I burped. I don't know if y'all heard that, but I did. I'm, I had some lemonade before I got on the podcast. But yeah, um, yeah. I that's why. Unless he does something like that. But it's like too like. Is it too late in your career to reinvent yourself? Like it probably ain't. It ain't it's probably it's not. But I'm just saying in, like, football terms, in, like, overall, like, the life, it's never too late to reinvent yourself. It's never too late. But I'm just saying in football terms, is it too late? But uh, whatever. We'll find that out a little later if he retires or not. We I don't really want – I mean, I do want to talk about it, but we'll talk about it a little bit later. But speaking of a little bit later and talking about reinventing himself, uh, look like uh, James Harden reinventing himself. He finessed us or something because it seemed like he was – so much out of shape, and um, which I think he did that on purpose, though. It looked like he was out of shape. Well, he went out of shape, but it just looked like he wasn't the same person in Houston. And then he gets to uh, Brooklyn and just start balling. I mean, he was good at Houston. I mean, shout out to him. I mean, and I think sometimes, I think sometimes it, the way he did it wasn't like politically correct. But I mean, he wanted to get out, so I mean, that was the only way he's gonna get out because the Houston wasn't finna trade him at first. Originally, it wasn't. So I think he was just like, I'm just going to make a mess out of it. And I think, like I said, it wasn't the politically correct way. But, I mean, he had to do what he had to do. I mean, I'm not mad at James Harden for leaving. Because, I I would, I mean, I'm, I would be sad for the same way. I mean, when you got a team and you take a team to the finals one time. I mean, not the finals, but the conference finals once. And then you go to multiple conference championships. I mean, and you lose. I'm I for the same. And you put two multiple people on the team and then. It doesn't work, and you. I feel like for me, it does. I I get why he left. I get why he didn't want to be there no more, and I get why he, he didn't want to do it no more. So I mean, it it makes sense for me. It makes sense that he he will want to leave. But I mean, as like I said, people think it's always you got to be politically correct sometimes when you do say things like like people are like oh just wait to free agency or. Just ask for a trade nice. No, sometimes you gotta make a mess out of it. Sometimes you gotta do that. I mean, it's not like it's not politically correct, but it's whatever, man. Like it's whatever with that. But um, yeah, it's like 
And James Harden has been playing well in Brooklyn, though. He's been playing with KD. But Kyrie's not there yet, so we don't know really if this experiment. I don't know if it is an experiment. It might be. Whatever. But um, it's, I don't know if it is, is it an experiment or is something like this is just trying out. Because like, I feel like it's not a really experiment like how they did with James Harden and Russ. It, I feel like it's more that. It's more. It's Actually, I feel like it'll work. Because it, and, and the crazy thing is working right now with James and KD. But I'm just saying, and the reason why I say this, the reason why I'm skeptical about it, because I'm like, it's good now when y'all winning, but when y'all losing, I imagine if y'all go, I don't think they're going to lose a streak or nothing, or nothing like that, but what if they do? What if they go on like a six-game losing streak, but they're losing? Like, what's going to happen? Like, is they going to mess your chemistry up? Like, is, what's that going to do? Because I feel like KD is one of the people where he's not going to tell you when he want to leave. He's just going to leave. Like, he's going to like wait to free agency, and then he's going to leave. Like, He's not one of the people where he's like James Harden or Kyrie and demand a trade. Katie's one of the people where he's like, okay, I'm going to buy my time. I'm, I already signed a one-year deal or I signed a two-year deal with a one-year option, with a, a first-year option. I mean, Katie's one of the people where he's going to wait till when, wait till the end of the season and die, sign that option and then just leave. Like, he's one of the people, he's like one of the people that he ain't going to tell you when he's mad. He's going to be mad and then he's going to be like, all right, and he's got to find out if he's mad or not. So, which is kind of irritating, but it's like whatever. But it's Katie, and everybody's different. So I mean, it's nothing to what you talking about with Katie. I mean, Katie is a great player too, one of the clutchest player. And then last night kind of proved why I feel like Katie is the clutch, the most clutchest player because we saw two games yesterday, last night, Golden State and uh, the Lakers, and you saw the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks are playing well actually, and they're the Brooklyn Nets and the Bucks showed last night. That they're the top teams in that East. It's really only really three teams that's probably right at the not even right at the level. That's right bottom. It's probably the Celtics. Probably I ain't gonna say the Heat because the Heat not gonna be the same. The Celtics. If the Raptors can catch up, the Raptors are right there. I feel like um, uh, the Celtics, the Raptors. It really ain't really what the Pacers could be. I mean, it's really only like. It's really slim pickings right now. Once I saw that game last night, it kind of showed me, like, bruh, it's the, the Brooklyn Nets and our Bucks are, like, really only the two teams because everybody else either too small or they don't got no pieces. I mean, it really is. It really is. It's really always setting down to it. Either you're too small or you don't got no or you don't got enough pieces. That's really what it is right now. And for me, I don't know. And I, so I said the Raptors, the Raptors are struggling a little bit this year, but – they're they, once they catch up and once they get into their spot and they get comfortable, they're gonna be good. But yeah, I, I don't know why it's yeah about that. And I'm I'm gonna talk more about basketball and more about um about this NBA. I'm gonna talk a lot more about NBA once this, once we get to after the divisional games and we get finished with these divisional games. I'm gonna talk a lot more about basketball. I've been talking about a lot about football this this year, this week just because of. Just football games and stuff, and I'm so excited about it. And college basketball, by the way, man, has been going really good. And it's been talking, and I'm gonna talk about a lot about college basketball and what I don't like about it. But it, it, I'm gonna talk, and like I said, I'm gonna talk about a lot about that at the, before these divi- after these divisional games, though, because I'm like, we don't have a lot of time on our hands after these divisional games because the Super Bowl ain't until two or three weeks after that. Two or three weeks after that. So for me, I, I, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just sit back and just watch these college basketball games. I'm gonna chill, but I'll see y'all guys next episode when I'm gonna be talking about a little bit about Lamar Jackson. I'll be talking about 
all these stuff that's going on with the NBA. I'll be talking about these divisional games and who I think going to win on Sunday between the Saints and not the Saints, between the Packers and the Buccaneers and the Chiefs and the Bills. I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.